Hello and welcome to episode 54 of Expensive Science Baby. I'm Amy. <laughs> I'm Chris. You, no. you let me go. <laughs> Alright. Um, so are we just going to jump right in to the show? See, whenever I say that, you're like, well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> I didn't know if you had anything else you wanted to do. Uh, no, I'm good. What do you want to talk about? All right, well, let's open up our mailbag. Okay, so we got a couple of messages, one from S, who mentioned, talked a little bit about the beer situation mm-hmm. that you talked about, that beer's good. Not just that tastes good, but it's good for lactation. Right. So we're going to talk about that more later. Oh, okay. And about uh, it being hot in here, so hot, so take off all your clothes. And I was like, yeah, I agree, it's hot. That's why you go downstairs. And then we got a message from A. <clears throat> and this is our first message from A. She said, thank you for the show, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Can you say that word? Exclamation? Yeah, why is this hard for me to say? Exclamation. It's like I, I guttural stop in the middle of it. Exclamation. Just had started our RVF treatments after four and a half cycles of IUI and surgery to move endometriosis. Four and a half cycles of IUI. We didn't do any. Correct. We were, we were advised that might not be the best route for us because of both of our tests. Were we? Correct. I don't remember that at all. Uh, we thought about it, though. And we did some numbers based on it. I remember. Yeah. Um, and we decided that the like 12% chance or whatever just wasn't worth doing like a bunch of cycles. Listening to your podcast helps me and my husband go through without going insane. Yes, I know. It's a weird time. Knowing we aren't alone makes it less scary. One of my dearest friends just got pregnant from IVF and I'm so excited for them. Good. That's good for you, because if you're going through this crap and you're excited when people have babies, that means yes. you are a stellar person. So thank you for being a stellar person. <laughs> My guess is, because uh, for me, I was always more excited when a, a person was pregnant if I knew they had gone through fertility treatments. Oh, okay. As opposed to free sex babies. So free sex babies you're still angry about. Well, not, I shouldn't say angry. Probably envious. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... They deserve it. To happy to hear a couple like us get pregnant because it gives me hope. That's kind of what you just said. I'm sending all positive vibes your way. I hope our IVF treatments make us dream your make our little dream come true. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks, A. Uh, yeah, keep us updated. We'd love to hear these things because that's the reason we started the podcast in the first place. Yes. And we assume people no longer wish to li- wish to listen to us. Right. <laughs> because it worked for us. Yeah. Oh, spoiler. I'm sorry. So easily. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this episode, I think they know it worked for us. <laughs> what were they like went ahead to be they like, still know. let's just go ahead and just do this listen, this little one so we can hear if they said our name. And then they're like, don't go back. And that would be weird. That would be really weird. All right. Um, but thanks, everybody, for the messages. Uh, speaking of messages, if you, I sent some of our patrons messages via Patreon, which I think goes to your email. Please check it if you haven't got back to me, because nobody's really got back to me yet. If you want to do the things I'm suggesting in the podcast, in the emails, please, please send them. Respond to my email. Yeah, and that's the Patreon email at Patreon forward slash Expensive Science Baby. Okay. <laughs> Okay, where do we start? Okay, uh, infertility in the news. All right, what's going on with this? I read a lot of things today about infertility. Oh. What'd you read? Um, that they have 3D printed ovaries. Oh, my God. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it works in mice. That's what they've tested it on so far. Um, but it, it's giving them hope for women who um, maybe had to go through cancer and have their ovaries removed. So the idea is the 3D printing ovary would also have to have, I think, donated um, ovarian tissue to put in it. Okay. Unless the ovarian tissue is healthy from the woman, but if that's what she had cancer in, I would, I don't know. 
So that was unclear to me, but I thought it was cool how they're 3D printing stuff to help. Yep, pretty soon we'll be 3D printing kidneys and lungs, whatever we need. I haven't been trying to 3D print a kidney for a long time. I've been hearing that for a long time. I have not. Oh. I just kind of made it up. But Oh, okay. Sure, it'll happen eventually. <laughs> Maybe just I've heard of artificial kidneys. I don't know. Anyway, so that's my infertility in the news. I right. thought that was pretty cool. Um, the big thing that was all over like three or four sites they saw that they um, they determined via this a study that implanting with like an oil solution is like 12% higher chance of success than just a water-based solution or whatever. So we should ask our doctor oh, what they did. Oh, maybe it's more like spunk? I don't know. They just... But you don't... When you're implanting it, it's just the egg. Yeah, no. Fertilized egg. It, it's some process they've been doing for like 50 years and they never realized... But then they went back to water because they thought that'd be more natural. Oh. And they did a test on it and they're like, it's actually a higher chance of if they implant with this oil-based solution or whatever. Uh, which is interesting. I'm curious what we... I mean, we, we could ask our doctor sometime what we used. And I'm sure we might have even... Well, maybe we probably weren't in this research because it's a very specific research, I'm sure. But it was interesting. I saw it on three different sites. That's why I figured it was big news. Big news. Mm-hmm. Big news. I was listening to you. No, you weren't. I just have right. a annoying nurser who stopped for some reason. Who will be starving in like ten minutes. Okay, um... Cat corner, cat corner, meow, 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 cat corner. Meow. <laughs> What's your cat corner? <laughs> I wrote battle cat there for some reason. Oh, I want to talk about the cat bed. Or just the battle cat woes, basically. Battle cat woes. She's so a very sad kitty. We're home days. a lot now, especially me. And so she is a cat, and she's an old cat, so she likes to pick the most comfortable spots to sit in the house. And that's where she sits for all day. However, the most comfortable spots usually are also where I need to be. So she's moved a lot. That's true. She likes to sit on your on your chair. Mm-hmm. Or she wants to sit with me while I'm feeding two babies. <laughs> yeah. And that just doesn't work. And so Chris, Chris thought, hey, I'll move up her cat bed from downstairs. Well, also, like, I'm not downstairs as much, so she doesn't get to sit with me. She usually sits down here with me, and then she moved to her bed and sits there. Yeah. So he did that. I thought that's a great idea because then we can like put the cat bed in a spot that we won't have to bother her. <laughs> she like refuses to sleep in that cat bed now. She slept in it yesterday. I just put the cat you bed. You put her in it. <laughs> well, yeah, but after I did, she stayed in there. <laughs> and I even put it on the comfy blanket today, thinking I'll add more padding for her. She just pushed it aside and laid on the blanket. <laughs> Well, the blanket's comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's a man that Zelda was in it last night. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I feel bad for her. Cause I forgot Zelda was in it last night because you showed me that in between. Sleeps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was underneath the blanket. Just her head was sticking out. She her... loves being under blankets. Yeah. Ooh, one of the babies too? Um, Tudor or Grunt, I don't know. No. Okay. And then Zelda had her second birthday this Yay, week. Yay, Zelda's two. She's two. It uh, I was one of the least celebrated cat birthdays I can remember. What do you mean? I celebrate with her all day, and then I give them all soft food. That's what, <laughs> what we do, do for you all mean? the cats. No, sometimes we bring them the Chuck E. Cheese, and sometimes they get to go in the ball no, pit. that's not true. Oh, that's babies. Oh, whatever. Same thing. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, she's two. <laughs> so she's no longer a cat anymore. She's or like a, a grown-up, but she still looks like a kitten. I like to call her Catten. She's like a cat-kitten hybrid, which is weird because Neo's all grown up, but he still acts like a kitten a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So what do I call that? A kitten? Well, he kitten? just looks, <laughs> but he looks like a grown-up huge cat. Or she looks like a baby cat still. I think she'll always look like I that. I do too. <laughs> I think Neo's just big boned. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's your cat corner? Yeah, that's it. 
thought something else happened with the cats recently. Oh, nope, that was a dream. All right, TV. Let's go with your TV. All right, get hype. Tonight the Bachelorette starts. Yay. Get hype. Tonight she meets her 31 suitors. How many go home immediately? At least half of them, I think. <laughs> that's got to be weird. That's why you have to make a big impression. And that's why they do ridiculous things coming out of the limo. Do you think any of them will wear, like, uh, shark outfits? <laughs> One can only hope. <laughs> I will say, I did a little reading up on the... Um, on who they are, and it says their name and their age and their occupation. Okay. And there's some front runners. This has got to be the most diverse cast of The Bachelorette ever, right? This is the most <laughs> non-white contestant they've ever had. Usually they got like three token white guys that are in there, or white girl. I mean black. <laughs> black, yeah. Yeah. Black. yeah. Um, so the highlights, I think, for the can- the contestants are, um, what are their names? I don't know. Jonathan. So I'm rooting for Jonathan the most. Why? His occupation is listed as Tickle Monster. So he's gone right away. <laughs> so that means that probably means he's unemployed. There is a job. I remember reading about a job of people who, are, their job is to go around and tickle people. Are you talking about the documentary about the tickled? No. Okay. I didn't know that was the thing. Yeah. It was pretty weird. Um, okay. <laughs> and then the runner-up to that, second place would be Lucas, who says his pr- profession is, uh, he's a waboom. Okay, that's made up. That, that also means unemployed. I think that's I, synonym for unemployed. <laughs> I'm so excited to find out what it means. Okay. And then also there's two contestants who are doctors. Okay, so they're already pretty close high up. She's a lawyer. Like if they got together, it, would be, like the Huxt- no, it would be like the Huxtables. So whoever she gets to, together with is going to roofie women? Take, I didn't say his name. I said the Huxtables, the characters on the <laughs> television program. <laughs> He was a doctor and she was a lawyer. Which one gets to be Bud? You were Bud, Rudy's friend? Yes. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about uh, The Bachelorette. It's right. going to be probably just awful. What do you remember about that show? What show? The Oxtables. The Cosby Show? Yeah. I remember a lot. Do you? Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. I remember the oldest daughter being really annoying. Sandra? Sandra. I remember being annoying. I remember Theo being cool. Sandra and her <laughs> husband had twins or triplets. In the show? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. I can't right. remember Sandra's husband's name though, but he was annoying, and um, Heathcliff Huxtable did not care for him. Was his name Bud? No, that's Rudy's friend. <laughs> I know, but I remember there was like a dream sequence when Bud came back and he was older or something. I don't remember. It was one of the episodes. What else do you want to ask me about the Cosby Show? I don't know. I watched a lot of TV growing up. I know that show pretty well. <laughs> oh, I, I so did see on like the Inquirer or something. It was like the Golden Girls. You never knew. I almost bought it for you when I was going through the, the checkout stand at, at the Cub Foods. I don't know why you didn't. Because I figured you'd be like everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Oh, the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know something like that. It was like B. Arthur revealed to be a man or something. Well, B. Arthur was sometimes hard to get along with. On set. Yeah, that's what... She'd see. only go to lunch with Rose if Blanche would go with her. And by Rose and Blanche, I mean Rue and Betty. This is why I did not buy it for you. <laughs> I don't like to give that crab like money, too. So, no, that's <laughs> Okay, so, what, Jonathan and the other dude... There's two doctors, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wow. I couldn't pick them out of this picture. I know, it's a pic- there's a lot of them. Did you see there's 30, 39, 31 in there? That's what I read, that it's 31, but it doesn't yeah, look that, like there's 31. It is, that's 31. Okay. Huh? Interesting. So, fun times this evening. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and, and I might not watch all of it tonight. I can watch some of it tomorrow. Okay. But anyway, I will give an update next week. 
I will breathlessly wait for that update. (laughs) And if we're Facebook friends, I'm also going to um, Facebook update throughout the season because I want to feel like I'm watching it with grown-up friends and not um, newborn babies. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you should do that would be cool? And you're not going to like it. I think you should do it. Is what? Whatever you think you're about to put down on the the Facebook and Uh instead like live video it yourself saying it. No. And then put that on Facebook? Why would I do that? Because you are a human who likes to interact with people, but you're not. <laughs> Never mind. I only got one of that things right. You're a human. <laughs> I don't know. I like to do things like that. That'd be cool. I, th- I don't know. I'm not, no. Okay. Not a um, video of myself. That seems... Ouch. Well, people that, are always live. You know, I'm live on Facebook. Blah, blah, blah. I'm live. I'm watching <gasps> Bachelorette live, and I have to tell you all about Jonathan, this guy. I think it would be cool. I think we'd get millions of letters saying, Amy should definitely do this. With the babies? Forget about it. Or you'll pay me by watching without the babies, right? They'll be well, sleeping. I'll watch a little bit after they go to bed. Oh. When oh. I have my snack. <laughs> just, just call it ice cream and beer. No, We're going to talk about it later. Way to spoil it. <laughs> well, I don't like the word snack. <laughs> Um, let's talk about great news. We mentioned this show before. Yep. We watched two, was it last night? Yep. It's growing on me. Yeah, there's good characters. I'm liking it better. There's yeah. good characters. And that's what matters in these shows. Okay. The characters have to be likable. Uh, but, and maybe we said this, I can't remember what we talked about before and what we didn't. So tell me, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, listeners. My, my brain doesn't work. I don't even know what date is anymore because I don't go to work. It's weird. It's the 21st, isn't it? 22nd. Yeah. Okay. Um... Anyway, Tina Fey is an executive producer of that program, and oh. she's going to be on it next season. Is she right, or just the produce? I think she just produces. Okay. That's interesting. So, I wonder how much she'll be in it, because I'm sure she doesn't want it to become a show about her, again, you know, like 30 Rock. <laughs> it wasn't about her. Well, it kind of was. You can kind of tell, though, when you know that she's an executive producer, how similar, not, not similar to 30 Rock, but it is kind of similar. Yeah. Because we're doing a show it and it's about a female character trying to figure out the crazy people around her. It's re- very similar to 30 Rock. Yeah, that's true. Did you like um, 30 Rock? I did. I wasn't a close follower of it. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't have the show memorized like my friend Ben. Oh. Well, if some of you don't know out there, Amy is Liz Lemon, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we want to talk about that. Well, I'll just let you know. Well, Amy is Liz Lemon. So if you ever watch that show, everything that has ever happened to Liz Lemon basically has happened to Amy. <laughs> Not every... I thought just that one particular thing. No, there's many things. We would always bring it up, remember? Like, it would happen, I would say monthly. would be like, did you watch that? I do that. I'm like, I know you do that, Amy. <laughs> I mean, Liz. That was just that one thing. No, no, no. There's so many things. Okay. Uh, and then, I don't know, we mentioned it too much, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What about it? I think it's one of the best comedies in the last five or ten years. I ben, really like that wait, show. Wait, better than the com- the Huxtables? Well, yes, but that show was like 30 years ago. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, Theo does like mad rapping skills and stuff. Well, spoken word, that's what it is. He's pretty good at that. He was also in a show. What was he in? Uh, spoken word he was by in a Theo show, Huxtable. And he, actually, and he wore a sweater. It was before the, the Cosby stuff came out in the news. I don't what know. What was that? I can't. I don't know. Oh, I think it was a comedy. Anyway, you have nothing to say about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? It's good. You should watch it. The end. Okay. Sometimes it gets a bit ridiculous. And I my line between the ridiculous being funny and the ridiculous being too ridiculous is very thin. Hmm. You can fall off it either way. So, 
I did like uh, Captain's mother. Just just said humor whenever somebody told a joke. <laughs> she didn't laugh. She just said humor. Humor. <laughs> she just recognized the humor. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know and want to follow along on Twitter, we st- I started a new oh. Twitter sensation. Which is kind of mean in a way. Like it's pretty mean. It's not. It, there's only one aspect of it that's mean, and two aspects that are good. Not good. Pr- no. Pretty tip. Right. <laughs> So far, pretty degrading to women. How? You're ranking them in what you would do to them. There's men there, too. It's degrading to men, too. I have an equal opportunity that, degrader. That's true. I said so far, it's only been women that you've said you do those two things with, I think. That's not true. And why is it degrading? Because it's not degrading to judge somebody based on who they are when they give their sound bite. It's not degrading. Because you say they want to bone them. Not, <laughs> Regardless. Not, I think she sounds like a stand-up lady. Well, that's because that's not the game. Okay, so everybody knows there's that game, marry, fuck, kill, right? <laughs> you if um, you like take three celebrities, which one would you marry, which one would you bone, and I say bone, it's actually fuck, which one would you kill? So, and then everyone plays that game, and it's super fun, and everyone laughs, <laughs> and great times are had. Well, every night we've been watching Wheel of Fortune. And I thought, what would be more fun than to do this game with the Wheel of Fortune, Fortune contestants? Because every day they're new, they do their little, like, you know, 20-second soundbite thing, so you get a little bit of information about them. So I've been doing Mary, Bone, and Kill <laughs> to Wheel of Fortune contestants every week, every day. Um, hashtag WOF take three, Wheel of Fortune take three, hashtag Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> but talk about day two of this. Day two is awesome. So one of the people who was on Wheel of Fortune... So you tweeted... I tweeted out... And you actually said you'd angry bone this yeah, because, particular contestant. Well, me and Amy, when we were watching, we were like, oh, she would be annoying, I bet. I bet you she'd be annoying. Well, she did say... <laughs> so she does improv, she said. And I said, oh. <laughs> Just by the way she was acting, I was like, she's a stage hog. But you... Time. Like, for sure. You do improv. <laughs> I know, but like you can tell sometimes if a person's a stage hog just by talking to them. <laughs> Whatever. I know what you mean, though. Um, but anyway, she retweeted me, or tweeted me back. She's like, sorry, you won't be able to bone me. <laughs> but I think it's pretty remarkable. Not really, because it's in the hashtag of Wheel of Fortune. So she's probably, she was probably looking at the hashtags for her Paying day. attention yeah. for her day. Or she's like, oh, my family should watch this and pay attention. Anyways, you should you should partake with me. You should go to Twitter, tweet it out with the hashtag uh, WOF Take 3, Wheel of Fortune Take 3. Tell me which, which contestant you'll marry, bone, and kill. And it, it's, a, it's a game of sweeping the na- nation. Sweeping <laughs> the nation, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, and that's about the only thing that's new in my TV world. I'm not really watching too much TV. I don't get any time anymore. These babies take up all my time. Is that it for you too? Um, yeah, I just need a minute. Well, I know, but I can move on if that's it for you. Oh, yeah, TV-wise, yeah. Okay. So we'll move on as Leander gets angry. Well, he wants to eat, but he won't eat. Right there, right there, right there. Uh, okay, I'm back. All right, so we're at stress level stress scale. Stress level scale. Go. How stressful are you? Um, I'm. I'd say, well, besides lack of sleep, I'm Bob Ross. Oh, really? I'm not stressed. You got nothing going on. Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Color me impressed. Yeah, I'm okay. No, right. yeah, me too. I got nothing going on. Everything's good. Um, yeah, I, we're apparently we're good. Even with the summer coming? Ooh, for the summer coming, you might be... Anyways, we'll get there. Well, there's a couple... I guess I, I could put myself at a two. And we can talk about what we're going to talk about later. Amy's at a two! Oh, it's getting hot in here So take off all your clothes
It's getting hot in her, Amy. Okay, so we did our podcast last Monday. Yep. And we talked publicly about the air conditioning. <laughs> I want to publicly talk to you about the air conditioning. And then Tuesday was the hottest day, almost the hottest day in May in record history. In oh come on, you're being a bit ridiculous. It was something ridiculous. like that. It was so hot that day. It's so hot. To pick up all your clothes. I mean, the babies were just miserable. You were miserable. You were pushing your miserableness onto them. They were fine. They were sweating. Everybody sweats. It's good for you. So anyway, um, also I wanted to say, I forgot this in mailbag, but I had a Reddit listener send me a, a, a message, so like an email, asking how if you were working on the air conditioning. <laughs> so people do want to know. So what say you? Air conditioner's broke. So first, Chris... <laughs> So I did publicly say, hey, do something with air conditioning or whatever I said. And then the next day, because I think on the show you said that you will look into it. Okay. And the next day he posted on Facebook and he was like, hey, friends, what should I do for my air conditioning? Well, what else would I do? So I thought that was kind of funny. Why is that wrong? That's good. You're (laughs) soliciting advice from others. Sure. And people had ideas for you and you did them. I did them all. And it didn't help. Nope, didn't work at all. <laughs> but I appreciated the advice. And so, and one person even recommended, "Hey, call this place because they were really nice." Yep, we called them. They came out. So, first of all, I was very impressed that all this happened, and it happened relatively quickly. Why? Because sometimes you don't think things are as important as I do. Like, for example, if my car wouldn't start many, many times, <laughs> I would have my dad or somebody help me fix it right away. Well, let me tell you. And this Chris's car <laughs> didn't start very recently. Well, let me tell you. I like it that there's a ninety only a ninety percent chance my car will start. It leaves some drama in your life when you get into okay. it. <laughs> but then we should pay for AAA for the next year because it's expired now. Well, we'll see. I've also noticed there's a correlation where if I if I use the um, the outlet thingy to play my music through, then sometimes it doesn't start. You have to unplug that before you... I do. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> you didn't know how you didn't know what you're doing. Well, because then it could be the alternator or the battery causing trouble. Well, I don't think it's the battery because when I turn the key, everything works fine. It's going... Oh. That's the music I I think it must be... That's probably the starter. Probably the starter. I think so, too. And because if I do it, like, sometimes I'll just go tick, tick, tick. Like, it, you know, that's me turning the key. It's going tick, 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 tick. Every time I turn it. And if I do that, like, five or six times, I go tick, 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 And it starts again. I'm like, yes! But the starter is not going to fix itself. It is going to stay broke and get more broke. Maybe it'll get better. No. How do you know? Are you a mechanic? <laughs> Let's go back to air conditioning. So the, oh. the fella came out. The fella came out. Uh, he said, oh, I think it's this thingy over here that somebody... Well, first, apparently, he said it's 20 years old. I had no idea it was that old. Yeah. He's, well, he said several things. This unit is 20 years old, and it's bigger than it needs to be for your house. <laughs> And it looks like somebody, a lot of times when they flip them, they just put this thing on here and it makes it better for a while. And I was like, oh yeah, it got flipped. <laughs> it's yeah. We bought yeah. it flipped seven years ago. And he said, well, that's good because usually they only last like two years when they put this, whatever thing is on to fix it or whatever. Uh, so we fixed that. He said it'd be like $350 or something, $349. I was like, all right, do it. He did it, went down the chin and said, sorry, condenser's broke. Got to replace the whole thing. <laughs> but I won't charge you the $349 or whatever. So what that tells me, number one, is fixing that thing doesn't really cost $350. Well, no, of course not. It's probably nearly free. So that's annoying that it would be that expensive to do that one little thing. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, places are like this. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, um, so the air conditioner needs to be replaced. He gave us a quote. And <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but I 
the my way I view the world is, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I I was like, well, how can we afford air conditioning? We don't have that like thousands of dollars. And, like, <laughs> and then he was like, so when we finance it, and I was like, oh duh. It's like, and in my head, I was like, oh, they finance those things. <laughs> it's like we can go to get a car and not pay for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it did not even occur to me that you could finance an air conditioner. <laughs> of course you can. Yeah. But anyways, so he quoted us like thirty eight hundred dollars. One of my friends said that might be a good quote. It depends on what you're getting and stuff. Okay. Um, I looked online and they cost like eight hundred dollars to buy. But how do you like? Exactly. You need to know yeah. somebody. Um, I got in touch with Home Depot, who two years ago was going to try to do some stuff for us because. Because um, of Persephone, Persephone losing and, and, a veteran and, and veteran, they have this program where they do stuff for veterans, and that just keeps falling apart. And so they're trying to always do something for us. And I keep, I'm, you know, I'm in contact with the guy, but they've told, turned over like two or three times different people now. So I was like, "Do you guys have anything with air conditioning?" And he said, "Well, we have people that come out and repair them." And I was like, "Can you send somebody to try to do that?" <laughs> I haven't heard back from. Him. I'll give him a few more days. If I'm, if not, then you know we'll move on. But I like to get quotes. I don't just like to like to do it. Because yeah. you never know what, if you're going to be screwed or not. or So, I don't know. We'll see. So, it looks pretty weather-wise okay for the next week or so? If not, you just come to the basement. It's nice down here. <laughs> Amy and Amy have this argument because it is, like, cold in the basement. She's no, like, the basement's not very clean. I don't spend a lot of time cleaning it. It needs to be vacuumed, and it's musty because this doesn't run as much as it should. It runs almost every night. It's just really musty down here. Um... Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I don't want to hang out down here with babies. Whatever, turn the TV, get a blanket, it'll be fine. <laughs> Open a window. <laughs> so, yes, the AC is being worked on. It's not fixed. Hopefully, it won't be $3,800, but I have a feeling we're going to have another bill for a while. So, so if you'd like to help, www.patreon forward slash expensive science baby. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But it is interesting how um, things keep happening that break. Like, and I, I didn't know that thing was 20 years old, honestly. I thought it was maybe 10 years old. I had no idea. Yeah. So I still say in the negotiations for who's going to do it, have them throw in a cover. I think they'll throw in a cover. You don't even got to negotiate. They'll be like, sure, here's your cover, lady. Because <laughs> we've never covered it in the winter. I don't think most people do, though. But most people don't do a lot of stuff, so you're right. We definitely can. And we should do everything we can to make it last a long time. I agree. And then, so saying it publicly, I think, maybe helped motivate you. Not, not at all. I'm going to pretend that it did, because it seems like it did. Not at all. What ha- what motivated me was the fact that when I came home, you are like, God damn, wicked life. It's a warm in here. Babies are burning. They're melting, Chris. Babies are melting. They're literally melting. <laughs> that night at bedtime when all your friends were here, I had to I had to leave the house. It was so hot. Why did you come downstairs? Because I wanted air. Oh. Hot air? That doesn't seem right. It wasn't hot. That's, that's what our house does. We have no airflow because our screens are all not working. <laughs> <laughs> screens don't make airflow. What are you talking about? We can't open any windows because we don't have screens on we there. We can open up all the windows except for one, also known as the squirrel back window. window. We cannot open. <laughs> Why? I open it all the time. There's no screen on it. The bugs will come in and the cats will go out. That's what screens do. <laughs> I think there's something wrong with you right now. I don't know what it is, but there is something literally wrong with you. So no, we're just showing the fact that I have. Um, I can't think of how I want to say this, but I, can, I, I just finish that sentence. And you don't give a fuck. <laughs> you want me to finish the sentence? No. <laughs> no, I care. It's just that it's usually not the biggest deal in the world. Now, this I made progress with. I was like, sure. babies get hot. I can understand that being an issue. You being hot, I don't consider that much of an issue. You're a grown woman. You can figure out how to be less hot. But babies, they need to be less hot. <laughs> All right, so I was going to do a thing publicly, too. Ooh, what's that? 
I am going to start working on their baby books. I haven't done that yet. What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So you're just trying to keep yourself... Uh, res- yeah. Uh, what's it? Not responsible, but... Uh, accountable. Accountable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to be accountable about? I like this. No. Okay. <laughs> That's the baby book thing. Not us in your mind? No. Okay. Just wondering. Why? Did you have an idea of something else I need to do? Can we move on? What's getting better, Amy? Uh, the babies are six weeks old. Yay! Yay! Six weeks, gestationally four weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, so they're six weeks, four weeks adjusted if we're going by due date, but I don't yeah. think they're that really that early to do that, except for what we'll talk about soonish. What do you mean you don't think? We have to, like, decide. Wonder uh, Weeks. They're six weeks old. What's a Wonder Week? We're going to talk about that. Oh, I'm not intrigued. <laughs> wonder Weeks. <laughs> What's it going on at six weeks? Um, so, I wonder why I wrote crankiness. I'm guessing you. Always cranky. No. <laughs> oh, it was us. That we will be cranky at each other sometimes, but we don't, like, hold it against each other and get mad all day. Oh, I do. I, I get sorry when I go to work. I go to work just to fume and yell at my wife. And like, <laughs> she, don't, she don't know what she does. She's so mean to me. <laughs> like, for example, um, when they go in the bedroom with me, there's not like a nightlight in there. And I need to be able to see. <laughs> I need to be able to see the pacifier in their faces. <laughs> Let me talk. You're going to be loud. I need to be able to see the pacifier in their faces to be able to like calm them when they're making all kinds of noises. You know, to go back to sleep. Can I just say, though, that I agree? Because sometimes I'm in their room and the door shuts and I can't find their mouth. Yeah. So I'm just shoving the pacifier in. You, you poke their face and you're like, oh, you're sorry, like, ow, I'm ow, ow, my nose, ow. <laughs> um, so, like last week, it happened where, so we had to have the bathroom light on so that there's some light in the bedroom and it's not too much light. So they know it's bedtime. Sure. And last week, uh, one night, he turned the light off in the bathroom, Chris. By accident, I'm sure. No, I'm just a very globally conscious person. <laughs> I like to save electricity when I can. <laughs> That's not true. And um, so the next day I was like, Chris, I need the bathroom light on or I can't see. And then last night I woke up and the babies were being really loud and I couldn't see a thing because the light was off and I was so annoyed. And I think it was right when I was coming in to help. No, it was oh. before that. Well, anyways, I came in and got one eventually. It was way before that. I that know. I did the light thing. That's I used fine. my cellular phone. That's fine. But that light. night, I went and got one. You sat down to feed them on the living room. I was like on my way to sit. Yeah. And I was about to give you one. And you're like, Chris, the bathroom light needs to be on. And I was like, okay. So I went to go turn the light. And it was already on. I was like, it's already on. And you were like, no, no, not now. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, what happened? Because you say this to me sometimes. <laughs> So it came out much crabbier than I meant it to because I was in the middle of not getting a lot of sleep in that I figured it was session. just you're tired. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, you get tired. And then the fact that you told me that it was already on, like I'm an idiot. Because like, <laughs> it was. Oh. I didn't check. I was like, Amy, this is lights off. <laughs> you didn't think that I turned it on? I told you, well, why you're telling me the light needs to be on? <laughs> just like the time with the monitor. And you're like, well, somebody turned the monitor off. And I was like, yeah, I turned it off an hour ago because you weren't answering it. I don't know what that does. Uh, that, anyway. It's regardless. You're bringing up the past that I have no idea what you're talking about. But we what, do that to each other and we don't seem to like which, get romance. What you told me was, like, wh- okay, flip it from my perspective. I walk outside, do, 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 do. <laughs> Here's a baby. Everything's good. Bathroom light needs to be on. Okay. Do, 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 do. Amy, bathroom light's already on. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. 
Yeah. But anyways, that yeah. Seems about right. Of course you're gonna get tired. There's gonna be days where we're both tired as hell, you know? And because hell's apparently really tired. tired. <laughs> yeah. Now the other new thing was I decided they needed wubba nubs. Yeah. Uh, yes, you did. <laughs> you decided this. So I used to think I didn't like this. So what a wubba nub is? It's a pacifier with an animal sewn onto it. And I've seen pictures, and I've only seen like two: a duck or a giraffe. Okay. And I didn't necessarily like them because I don't know why. But I was reading about them, and they're supposed to be helpful to stay in their mouth when they're too little to like keep them in their mouth very good. And that's what I've been good at. And so then I was like, well, I'll just look. And they have a lot online to choose from with animals. So it was quite a discussion of what animals should we get for them. No, no. Amy had quite an internal dialogue and occasionally asked me for advice. (laughs) Well, you even said, so we're going to throw the color scheme out the window because Leander's pacifier is blue. That's just because I need to know which one is which. And Adonis' pacifier is green, and these webinars only come in green. And I was like, well, no, we'll still stay. we can still keep the blueness for Leander when we're not using the webinar, but otherwise I'm pretty sure we can just, like, remember what animal goes with what. Yeah, that's the easiest. Yeah. So we had a lot to choose from, mm-hmm. but we decided on a lion for Leander. Because his name is Lion Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, a Trogdor for Adonis. It's a dragon. It's not it's actual. That's a red dragon. <laughs> right, but it's not a creature called a Trogdor. <laughs> right, no, it's a dragon. Yeah. He doesn't even have a beefy arm, so... Mm-hmm. And I think they're working out pretty good. Yeah, I actually kind of like them. Re- it's really cute when they have their hands on them, like they're yeah. snuggling them. Yeah, I kind of like them for bedtime because they, they prop up there a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So occasionally they do fall out, but they're easier for them to get back. Right, You know, they can kind of do that. Just with their faces. Yeah, they just jam their faces into it. So, <laughs> so they're, they're useful. I, I, I would recommend them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Never use the Right. Go. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about this soon, but Leander was officially weighed at the doctor this week. Yes. And he weighs 7 pounds, 13.5 ounces. Almost 8 pounds. As I'm pretty sure he's at 9 now. What day was it? Well, that? that's Adonis. Was that Wednesday? Uh, a while back. And then, um, so Adonis didn't get officially measured, but Chris did the <laughs> at-home measuring. I step on the scale, and then step on the scale with him and do yeah. some math. <laughs> and he's 9 pounds. Yeah, I think he's around. I would say he's more. He's big. And do we do we, do we talk about the? Oh, well, okay. And no, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, no, they're they're growing. You're doing a good job feeding them. Good job. Yeah. Um, what about you? I lost one more pound. <laughs> cool. I've gained two pounds. I think it has to do with muscle because I'm 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 being able to lift more weight than ever before. So I think that helps. Well, they do say muscle weighs more than fat. They say that as a cop out for fat people. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you like to fat shame a lot. Well, if you are a large, let's say you're just nothing but fat, right? You couldn't walk in and go like, well, fat weighs more than, or muscle weighs more than fat. You know, you couldn't say that. You could say that, but you would be kind of like copying yourself. I'd be like an excuse for yourself being super fat, right? No, I always looked at it as uh, if you're exercising and you don't seem to be losing a ton of weight, you're converting some fat to muscle, which... Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I just fat shame less than you. That's all. Uh, I do, I do, and I feel okay with it. I feel like people should take responsibility for their bodies. <laughs> and we've lost a bunch of listeners. <laughs> yeah, bye. But I don't like hold it against people. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I just in the privacy of my own home, I make fun of my. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. Oh, the next. You play the next thing now. Oh. What would you do if I sang 
Why did I play the Wonder Years theme? <laughs> well, because we're going to talk now about the Wonder Weeks. Which I have no idea what it is. I told you a little bit about it before. I have an app and a book. Okay. So apparently, so everybody knows, I've heard of growth spurts in children and babies. Where and they yeah, get yeah, physically yeah, yeah. bigger. Yeah. But apparently there's Wonder Weeks where they go through mental leaps. Developmentally. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. Off, they call them, off the line. <laughs> they call them the Wonder Weeks. Oh, interesting. And, um... So this person wrote this book based on research of when they typically happen, and you measure the time of when they happen based on date of conception, because it's all about your brain. So this is what we were talking about before. Yeah, so it doesn't matter when they were born, it goes by due date. Sure. sure. So their wonder week, their first wonder week that happens is around six weeks. So for them, that won't happen for like another week. Right, because they're technically four. Because they were two weeks early. Five weeks. Yeah. Four or five. They're four now. Four and a half. Four and a bunch, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So I'm going to use the app and stuff and track. And to pay for this app. I've never paid for an app before. Never? Never. Wow. Because um, it gives you a warning of, like, why are they so fussy? And it can kind of be like, oh, they're going through this huge sure. growth yeah. in their brain. Can I ask you how much the app was? One ninety nine. See, I think it's funny that people would be like, they'll go to a store and waste a dollar seventy nine on a pop, but they can't spend a dollar ninety nine on, on an app that might help them for a year and a half. Well, I don't want it to be a like for nothing app that I'm not going to use. Well, of course not. But you, well, even if it does, sometimes you buy a pop and don't like it, throw it away. You know, it's a dollar ninety nine. It's not a big deal. Well, I should be clear. I've never paid for an app. I have bought things within an app. Okay, it's not like this is prostitution. <laughs> I've never paid for sex, but I have had sex. <laughs> it's just yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so well, we'll see. Neat. I will keep so you guys close. posted at what this next Wonder Week So their six-week Wonder Week will be their two-month checkup, basically. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I like it. I like the Wonder Years, too. Did you like that show? Yeah. I wanted you to play that version of the song, even though, did you know that's a Beatles song? I did. I did. Okay. Um, but that version is it's sentimental because it's... Yeah, it's better. Paul McCartney's on record saying it's better. You it's hard for me to Hey, hey I'm Paul DePerty. Oh my gosh, play the next song. <laughs> no, no, we're talking about The Wonder Years. Did you watch that show at all? Yes. Or just a little bit? A lot. I watched it a lot. It was TV. I watched it. Because who was that kid? Kevin Arnold or what was his name? Fred or Savage. Fred Savage. He had like a fro going on. He had really curly hair. Yeah. And so did I. That's why you watched the show. No, that's the reason. And well, Paul, so did Doogie his Hazard. best friend had glasses. My yeah. best friend Peter had glasses. Okay. It was basically they were doing our show, our lives. Sure. So that's why I watched it a lot. Okay. And then that really... Close to that, Jacob Wetterling got abducted. Mm. Very sad. Yes. And so I'm pretty sure I didn't get to go outside for like a month. <laughs> we talked about that already. All right. On the show. Can we talk about this then? Yes. Do you think that's just salt and pepper, or do you think there were some dudes talk singing in there too? Because it's kind of low. I think that's the talent of Spinderella. I don't know who that is. She's the third member of Salt and Pepper. Well, she's got a, a lower voice. Good job, Salt and Pepper lady. So I just wanted to put a disclaimer out there. If you're related to me and you don't want to hear this next <laughs> section, you might want to skip ahead a few minutes. And I like to put a disclaimer out if you don't want to get all sexy, you might want to skip a few minutes. <laughs> but we thought we might talk about postpartum sex. Okay. What are we going to talk about? I, did, I wasn't really sure. Okay. Well, I will talk about it that I realized that from all everything I've read is that it's definitely not the first thing in your mind 
or the last thing in your mind. It's you're, talking about, you're talking about specifically me, women new in, mom. Mothers, new mothers yeah. in, in general. Probably not the first thing they ever think about in the morning. No. Probably not the last thing they think about. No. Way, way past the last last thing. Way down. I don't think, think they think about exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> way in the bowels of their brain. Now, my question to you is, um, the medical community says six weeks is a good healing time for the body, right? After mm-hmm. surgery and stuff. Not what? only that, but vaginal birth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's a good mental healing time? Or is that even a thing for to, to move into this topic? Well, I'll tell you. Um, mentally, so new moms, they're not getting a lot of sleep. Yeah. Right? If they are breastfeeding, their body isn't their own still. Like, their body yeah. hasn't been their own the whole time they were pregnant. Definitely. Because they were just a host. Yep. And then now their body still is their own because there's little creatures. Take gimme, 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 gimme. And they want it a lot. And they're hot all the time probably and there's hormones going on. Right. So many reasons why it definitely is not part of it. So I, I don't know a good answer for that okay. as far as mentally when is it a good time. No, that's where I, that's actually good. That's what I'm getting at. Because I don't know if you realize this, but there was a study done where men are from Mars and women are from Venus. <laughs> oh, that book is so hated. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it, it does... What it does is it points out that men and women are biologically different, which mm-hmm. if you don't know this, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> right. But there's hormones, obviously, sure. that are different. Um, and I think I, th- I think that the sexes have a hard time even putting yourself in the other sex's shoes because you just it's so foreign. Yeah. Like, I can't think about what it's like to love these babies so much because they're you look down and all you see is two beautiful sets of eyes. You know, whatever that is. You know what I mean? It's different. Yeah. Just like you probably can't think of what it's like to have a buttload of testosterone running through your body and wanting to have sex all the time, right? Sure. Okay. So, when does when? How do you have some sort of con- conciliatory time period so that like six weeks doesn't turn into a month, doesn't turn or two months, doesn't turn into a year, so people are angry at each other and then that causes divides. I don't know. I would say you talked about it way way more than I think it was necessary. Well, okay. Because, remember who I am. I'm, I'm a man. I know, but I'm it was a man, like, baby. It was like five times a day you'd make a comment. It was not that much. It was. I, it was like three times a day. But regardless. And I, in my mind, I was thinking, I have six weeks at least, right? I'm supposed to have <laughs> at least six weeks. Lay off me. And in my mind, six <laughs> weeks is a long time. But just because you make comments. And I will say it was longer than six weeks. Yeah. Because I was super pregnant. Yeah. And we did try once. Like <laughs> you being super pregnant. And it did not work. Yeah. Because I was enormous. I just okay, so lost expectations are or lost expectations are a big thing that hurt hurts relationships. Sure. If one person's like, I expect to have sex once a week, I expect to wait six weeks, I expect to wait, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. And if you don't communicate that, then that's bad. That's the number one thing that relationships get derailed on is communi- not communicating expectations. Right. And so we we needed to talk about our expectations and what how often things happen, you know, that kind of stuff. Otherwise, I think bad things happen. And Sure, and I see that. I, I just, I think that, not that we have any men listening, but it's important for <laughs> men to, to understand what you looked up. And they do. And they do. I'm sure they do. They know that there's all these reasons. There's a thousand reasons why it's probably not, well, not part of that, you what you want. So... I've had babies two ways now. Yes. Vaginally and surgery. Mm-hmm. And with the vaginal, it's scary because you got real messed up down there. And it hurt a lot when it was happening. And some women have stitches down there. I, I just had a tear that didn't need stitches. So, like, that alone is a different, whole other element 
of the scariness of having sex after babies. Sure. And then with the surgery, I was, I was nervous about, like, my inside still hurt. <laughs> so I didn't know how that would affect it. I know. And there's this whole other element of our bodies are still, I still look five months pregnant. Yeah, your mind is weird like that. And so we don't we don't feel necessarily in the best condition for that kind of activity. I completely agree. Like I said, there is a thousand reasons why it makes complete sense. And Amy is the only person, I think, who we had to go pay 30-some thousand dollars for oh. infertility <laughs> treatments. And she said, well, do you have a condom? I don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> and I know, I know that's not funny. No, 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 no! I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the, the whole. I know the whole idea of. But the universe hates us for yeah. what it's put us through, right, right? Right. And so, and also, we were we made a free sex baby once. Yes, long time ago. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. No, but plus sometimes there's all these you know the the lore out there that after you have babies, even when people have to adopt after they adopt a baby, and then they're like, oh, you're gonna get pregnant. Sure, but right now, in the state you're in, when your body knows it's not ready. Like that, your I body. don't know for sure. Maybe I ovulated yesterday. <laughs> I wouldn't know that. I think. But typically, when you're breastfeeding, the scientific community has come to a consensus. Typically, that when you're breastfeeding as much as I am, you're not exactly. ovulating. Exactly. Yes, your body's smart. But I was thinking it would be like the worst to get pregnant right but it now. Would it? It'd be a blessing. <laughs> but anyways, um, so from my perspective, I understand that that there's a plus. I was thinking about infection. I understand there's like a hundred different <laughs> thousand different reasons, right? That yeah. it's not good. It, for me, in particular, I, was, I go to the gym a lot. That makes more testosterone. More testosterone makes you lose your hair faster. And so all you're going to have is a guy with lots of testosterone, no hair, and wants to have sex all the time. <laughs> it's not a good thing for somebody who doesn't want to ever, ever. You know what I mean? Well, then you can stop going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would help, honestly. <laughs> it was going to be a bald guy that goes to the gym a lot. <laughs> All right, so... Well, we don't have to talk about it anymore, but I, do you have any advice on for other people that... This is very so common. what advice I have? Hang on. Let me let me talk as if it were my turn to speak. I'm going to mansplain You can just mansplain a lot. Mansplain like you asked me a question, here. and I started answering Well, I wasn't like, done right. answering the question, and when you jumped in, <laughs> you did the Amy thing. Where, I'm going to take over. I'm producing. Okay. Um, so, what advice do you have? Because... I, one of the statistics I read is that 40% of the couples that break up do so within 18 months of having babies because one, one of the big controversial factors is that one of them loses a huge sex drive and it just disappears from the relationship com- completely. I think the other part is that they stop working on each other and work more just on the babies. Yeah. So what, what do you have any advice or do you have any thoughts about this whole thing? Well, like I said, it's, 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 stress, it's a stressor for the women a lot of times because of all the worries they have and they're already like giving so much of themselves yeah, all the time yeah um but I think it's good to talk about it maybe at three weeks or four weeks but not every day like if you're the man let's try not try not to make little comments every day but those, those are most of those are jokes right I didn't take them as jokes because it was a lot oh yeah see that's another thing men and women have different forms of comedy <laughs> It was just a lot. I'm pretty sure my fr- I, my friend knows I don't want to have sex with him, but I, I mentioned it all the time to him. Okay. <laughs> but I think it is good to, to talk ab- about it, and I, I guess I didn't really want to, but we did. Okay. And it was good. Sure. Glad to know it was good. That we talked about it. <laughs> that we talked about it. Uh, okay, so we're going to move now. Is it now. poop watch? We're going to move now from sex to poop. <laughs> 
Some people would say those things go hand in hand <laughs> or button chest. I did not. I could not think of a song about poop or bathrooms or. <laughs> which I think maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, that, whatever. What are we going to talk about poop? Well, um, Adonis. Oh, his face. Adonis doesn't always like to poop. It was so weird. He went, what, six days? Six days. We were on Poop Watch. Yeah, six days he didn't six. poop. And I was concerned, and I went online, and they that alleviated my fears a bit. Yeah, well, he had gone like two or three days before, and I'd mentioned it to the doctor, because that's the thing they ask when you go in, is how often are they pooping. And Leander goes almost every day, but Adonis can wait like three days. Yeah. But it's got to be six days. Yeah. And every time he'd go, and yeah. I'd be like, is he trying to get out of poop? Well, and I just keep feeding him, <laughs> and nothing's coming out. Like, was he going to explode? Yeah. But what Chris read online... Was that with breastfed babies, they use all of it, some of them. So they don't have a lot of waste to give. Yeah. That's which don't also poop. makes sense as to why he got so big so fast. Yeah. So because breast milk has everything they need and there's very little waste in there. So if they're not pooping, then that means that they're using it all. And yeah, he went six days. Mm-hmm. And then... So he if you, finally did poo. Well, it was time. Let me, if you don't know me, I have a little gift in life known as double trouble. <laughs> it's happened like, to me five, six times in my life. Where you okay? So the mechanisms between vomit and diarrhea are very similar. When sometimes when you release vomit, diarrhea also comes out. It's usually when you're not feeling good. Mm-hmm. So I call that double trouble, or you can't you can't stop it. It's just you're on a toilet and you're also got a bucket and no stopping the situation that's happening. And it's not fun. It's not pretty, but it happens. So yeah, six days went by. Uh, so it's bedtime and um, Adonis wasn't really eating well or falling asleep eating because I do nurse him to sleep, which. We can debate that later if you don't think that's a good idea. Uh, Are you talking to me? Well, the listeners. Oh. Some people are against it. Are they really? Anyway, yeah. Interesting. Because I want babies to learn to fall asleep on their own when they're drowsy. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Um, so Leander was already in his crib, sleeping pretty good, and Adonis still wasn't um, going to sleep, but he then he spit up, and then he pooped at the same time. Yeah. And it was it was a very audible poop. It was like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was a poop. And a spit. he had his first double trouble at he age did. Four weeks or whatever he is. Six, Six weeks. weeks. So uh, he's definitely my son. Uh, I put all those fears behind me of mi- missing, mixing up some sperm or DNA or whatever. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah. So he, and now he goes every day since then. And that was just two days ago. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then also we had a doctor adventure this week. Oh, I didn't um, get to go to this one yet. No. So... The, I've noticed the last few weeks, Leander's spit up has become more than spit up. It's he's like throwing up all the food I just gave him. That can't be good. And so I was reading about that how it could be reflux, and so I called the clinic, and talked to a nurse, um, and it was because of all his symptoms they wanted him to come in and be seen. So I made an appointment for that, and then at the same time I made my post-op appointment, which is supposed to be at six weeks, and I waited too long, so it'll be at eight weeks for me. <laughs> I should have made that appointment a long time ago, which I didn't know. Um, and so one was at noon and one was at one different days. And so I think, was it Wednesday? I feel like it was Wednesday this all happened. Maybe it was Thursday. Anyway, the day of the appointment, I got them ready because I was by myself. Uh, I think Laura might have let me take a shower, even though they were sleeping. She was just kind of watching that over them. And then we got there on time for the 12 o'clock appointment and I check in. And the girl says, oh, their appointment's at 1. This happens so, to you a lot. <laughs> this clinic must think I'm just yeah. crazy or just an airhead. Because we'll go on the wrong day. I showed up an hour early. Yeah. But in true. my defense, I made one appointment for noon and one for one, and I just switched them. They don't know that. 
No. They just think I'm a crazy lady. Yeah. Here comes the crazy twin lady. <laughs> but luckily, my friend works there, and so she actually suggested, well, I'll watch them, and you can go get a coffee or something. So I did. I went for a little walk by myself and got a coffee. And she watched them all they did was sleep, so that's good. They were good for her. You want to talk about your coffee adventure at all? No. Okay, just check it. <laughs> I do not. It wasn't anything to report, really. Well, you said it was good. Yeah, it was weird, though, also, being that far away from them. Yeah. And, like, you weren't with them, it was somebody else. Ooh. I mean, not like yeah, she was at a clinic with a nurse, but you didn't, like, like, the babies you, were super know, fine. You should probably should have quit <laughs> but, right um, by me, I think, before you did that. So, anyway, Leander does probably have reflux. Okay. So, he's on um, Zantac. So, I to have this twice a day. And let me tell you, based on his face, <laughs> I don't think it tastes very good. I kind of want to taste it because he, yeah, he makes these. Oh, like, it's awful. He doesn't cry, but I he's like, bad. he's like, what? No, what are you doing to me? At first, he's like, oh, food-like substance, and then he's like, oh. Yeah. But now, um, Adonis you, is bidding up almost more now. Have you noticed Leander's getting better? Uh, the doctor said I won't notice that for in the first few days. It takes okay. a while. It has to be in his system. And we also, like, we pull him up more. We, we do more things. We pull more upright, and we burp him longer. Well, we have to do all those things now with Adonis, because Adonis throws up on me more often now. Okay. We can do that. So I'm just usually covered in some kind of fluid of a baby. And it's amazing. Was that all the doctor stuff I wanted to talk about? Yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay, I think so. Okay. So we'll move on. I was just so overwhelmed by its sheer immensity I had to pop myself a beer <laughs> So that's an excerpt from um, one of my favorite Weird Al songs, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. Which is about... The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. <laughs> I just want to make sure that Weird Al didn't have some sort of weird, catchy <laughs> theme going on. Or uh, no, somebody gave him a book of cool places you could visit in the United States, and he decided to write a song about... The one in Minnesota. Sure. I hope he went to it for research. I know he's been to it. I don't know if it was before or after the song. I think it was after. Mm. I've also been to the Twine Ball. Everybody has. You live in Minnesota. It's like right down the road. I was disappointed, though, that we did not take Persephone there. Remember? We were going yes. to on the way home from our house. Dakota we should have went on the way. Because when you're coming home from a long road trip, you just want to be home. So I do regret <laughs> that she never got to the Twine Ball. Yeah. There's a lot of things I regret. I know. Let's not go there. <laughs> I didn't even put that in this one. Anyway. Uh, oh. So... Um, beer. I want to talk about beer and pumping. Beer. <laughs> Which was in our email. Yeah. So, I don't know. I must have said last week that beer does seem to help my supply. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yes. Definitely does. However, I don't really know still when I have time to pump. Because if they eat correctly in the mornings, I'm empty after they eat breakfast. But after I have the beer, I'm the most full of milk during the middle of the night. And they don't necessarily eat a ton. So I think I'm going to have to start pumping in the middle of the night. Or you could just start having beer in the morning for breakfast. <laughs> breakfast beer! Many people do it! So the reason <laughs> you why... You too! <laughs> so often it is one of the best times to have a beer is while you're nursing. Because then it gives your, your body more time to filter out the alcohol before the babies eat again. Oh, okay. Um, but I think they recommend you wait three to four hours. Mm, that's what our email said. After a beer to feed them. And during the day they eat every two hours. Also, coming from the family history that I have, I don't want to start my day with a beer. I don't want to start putting in the baby's milk either. Right. <laughs> Spiking their milk before they even know what's going on. But I have been drinking low alcohol content beer, right. which is good. Yeah. Um, so is so, there a brand that you prefer? Well, um, All Day IPA is what my friend got me, which is pretty good. Meaning it's you not as good as the one that I would prefer to drink, which is Fulton. No, the beer is actually called All Day IPA. Which means you can start at breakfast. 
all day. <laughs> and then my dad also got me a Sierra Nevada um, uh, Pale Ale. Okay. Which is pretty good. I know nothing about these beers. But I have been having um, a nightly snack of ice cream and beer. Yep. Which I'm going to stop soon, the ice cream, because I do need to start trying to lose some weight. Okay. After six weeks, it's probably okay for me to start doing that. Don't want to say anything. I'd want to be seen as fat shaming. <laughs> I, I, now I really want to know what you're going to say. Oh, I just meant I'm not going to comment whatsoever because before you told oh. me I was a fat shamer. <laughs> when really I'm just like everybody should go to the gym and have fun there. But still, I still don't think I'm eating 3,000 calories a day. I no. mean, I might now with the ice cream. No, then. you're not even close. What's ice cream? Ice cream, 600. I mean, I eat a lot. No, you don't eat that much. I watch. I, now, the cookies I you put in. I eat a whole bite. She jams some cookies on the ice cream. cream. Ice cream doesn't, never has enough cookies. So you throw more cookies in. Oh, yes. I think you're over 3,000, actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't throw all the cookies. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I still don't think I'm getting enough. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. We're going to move on. likes the weekend and a new romance and i don't necessarily mean the musical act the weekend maybe not everybody likes that person who is it it's just a dude does he He's sing songs the that i should know um i don't know does he sing that song about paris i was out on a terrace i have no idea That's he the... hasn't met yet been on our epic awesome videos <laughs> okay chris and i will sometimes watch the mtv channel epic awesome videos so we can feel like we're 18 we again with the young kids <laughs> i'm sorry and we'll um, turn on the closed captions so we can <laughs> so we don't see what they say. <laughs> Not because we can't understand them, because it's kind of funny to watch what the words actually are. Yeah. And then sometimes we'll also go on a Wikipedia adventure to find out more about um, the musical acts. Yeah. My favorite is the dude that put his lawyer's name in the song. He's like, shout out to what's-his-name you got me off. Good job. That's true. <laughs> guy's awesome. Anyway, um, so everybody likes weekends. Uh, yeah. Until this weekend, I didn't know how much I now love weekends. Why? Because you're home. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it, it makes a difference. How? There's another person to help with babies. You have two hands, two babies. I don't understand what the difference <laughs> is. <laughs> um, and then I'm not alone. I mean, not that I'm alone with the babies. I'm so lonely with my babies. But it's nice to talk to another grown-up. <clears throat> oh, so now you consider me a grown-up. <laughs> said I was being childish before. And plus, <laughs> I like the idea of us... Um, helping Amy get more sleep at least one night on a weekend. We did that. I know. I love it. Oh. I love weekends. That's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I like weekends for other reasons. <laughs> and I got to drive myself to Starbucks and got breakfast that one time. Oh, Sunday. you talking about on the weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy weekends now. Okay. <laughs> and this coming weekend we have three days and you, maybe four you might take a vacation day. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can though. Oh. I, there's just too many vacations coming up. <laughs> not the one that I'll be going on, but... I don't know why you won't. We should probably talk about... What, when's the first one? The first one is in this January. Oh, okay. So it's a ways away. Okay. So I don't have to worry too much about it. <laughs> I should have it all figured out by then. Yeah. Kids will be old. Be Nobody will care about them. It'll be old news. Everything will be fine. You'll be done. You'll have like a year's supply of milk pumped up. Everything will be fine. All right. So our final segment. Oh. Oh, you really want to move on? Alright, what do you want to talk about there? So, talking about my recovery. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I did make my doctor appointment. I don't know how bad it is that it's two weeks later than it should be. I think if it was bad, they'd, like, call you and be like, come in immediately. Probably. And I don't necessarily have anything I'm super concerned about. Um, just that if my insides still hurt. Probably normal. Um, I did try to wear the binder again. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was recommended in our email as well. And also my friend said I didn't have to, so, and I don't, but I did feel better wearing it. Oh, well, you should. But then I washed it. Okay. And I can't unvelcro it. <laughs> I don't. I still want to know what this means because Velcro is not like steel. You know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Maybe it melted in the dryer because we forgot to hang it. I can't wait to take a look at it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'd really like to wear it again, but it is stuck Velcro to itself. Uh, I will say though that my tummy seems bigger now than it did a few weeks ago. Like things are popping out of my tummy. I can't tell. So maybe it's just me being, you know. Maybe my eating disorder is coming out Probably. and I see what, my, what I look like right now, which is difficult for me. But yeah. I also have to remember that I grew two humans in this body. Yep. So it's not going to look the same as it did six weeks after. Not six weeks after, no. <laughs> right. Uh, and I do still kind of lose weight by not doing anything. That's so I lost that other pound. Okay. So now I'm at 35 pounds lost. Out of the... 50. That you gained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I, I think you're on track to be normally doing whatever you need to do. And then, but there's one tiny part of my incision that's open a little bit that mm-hmm. I noticed yesterday. You should show me that. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> what? I'm curious. Don't lie to me. <laughs> okay. I could. And so you go in in two weeks, you said? It's in June. Oh, jeez. Like, well, it's ne- almost nine weeks. Next week is June, so. It's like June 8th, though. It's a long time. Uh, yeah, I think June 8th is basically two weeks. Two weeks, two and a half weeks, basically. Well, regardless, I think you'll be okay, and I hope that it goes well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the, what what will be done at this kind of appointment. I'm sure she'll look at my incision. Uh, yeah, I'd probably just find know. out how you're doing, make sure that you're not emotionally all messed oh, up. Oh, they check for that, sure. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, it sounds like we're going to keep on going. Keep on ticking. Okay. The family. Is that... Correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, you got anything else to talk about? Or are we I done? Don't. I don't. It was a weird like segue. I thought you were going to introduce something kind of odd. No? Nothing? Not that I know of. Okay. Well, I'm really hungry today, so I'm going to go eat. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, our Facebook page is Expensive Science Baby. Our email address is Expensive Science Baby at, baby at gmail.com, all one word. Our Patreon page is www.patreon.com forward slash Expensive Science Baby. And I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's all uh, I had. I think. For the first place, Minnesota Twins, this is Amy and Chris and our Minnesota Twins. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> see? See ya. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Yay! <laughs>